One of the most underappreciated things in life is gratitude. We don't naturally gravitate towards being grateful, towards being thankful. In fact, we typically aren't grateful for something until we have it and then it's taken away and then it's restored again. And we say, boy, that's a relief. Gratitude isn't only important for us and our introspection, but for others around us. You see, we can teach other people to be grateful for other things, for simple things. And today I want to spend some time talking about seven things that I took for granted just yesterday. By the way, there are many more than seven. I just wrote down seven of the big ones to keep this podcast in a reasonable time frame. And this all started because I lost something that I take for granted every single day, and that's electricity. I lost power at my home for a short while, and I live in Minnesota, and it was about four degrees, five degrees. And when you lose power, and you lose heat, and you lose electricity, and all of the conveniences that come with that, that's when you realize took this for granted. I can't help but to think back to how life might have been in the 1880s or for some of my relatives throughout the Great Depression. Hearing stories of getting an orange for Christmas and how much of a treat it was to rip the peel off of a sweet luscious orange. We can go to the grocery store, the convenience store, and pick up an orange anytime we want to. In fact, in 2021, you can, in most places in the country, at least in many places, you can go online, order one, pay for it, and someone will deliver it to your doorstep within two hours. That's amazing to me. So again, I want to talk about seven things that I took for granted just yesterday. And again, there are many things more that I took for granted, but I want to focus on these. The first one is power. It's electricity. Every morning when my alarm clock goes off, I take it for granted. I go downstairs and I drink a glass of water, which is pumped by an electric you know, pump. And then I make coffee and I push the button, everything, everything in my house almost is powered by electricity. And until the electricity was out, it was something that I never even thought of. But once the electricity was restored, what do we say? Oh, thankfully, oh, thank goodness. My electricity is back, my heat's back, my coffee maker's back, my Netflix is back. (laughs) I can charge my iPhone, I can charge my iPad. I can turn a light on and see in the dark. It's simple to us until it's gone, until we've lost it, and then we appreciate it. Why don't we appreciate things a little bit more along the way? The second one I've already alluded to, which is which is water. Now again, I want to go back to some of my family and the stories of even my great-grandmother who lived up in her own house by herself until she passed. She was 92 years old. She had no plumbing in her house. Imagine being 92 years old in Minnesota in the winter and having to walk down several steps 
through a shoveled path to use an outhouse. I mean, think about that. I get up and walk from my bed to my master bathroom and turn on a shower and, and turn on a faucet to brush my teeth and do all those. I think nothing of it. I don't have to go collect water. I don't have to, if I'm going to drink or cook with it, I don't have to worry about, is it healthy and do I have to boil it? Am I going to get sick? I have a water filtration system. I simply go over, pick up, lift the lever and the water comes out. And you know, I'll take it a step further. You combine power and electricity with water and you know what I really take for granted every morning? Is a hot shower until I don't have one. And when you have to take even a lukewarm shower, it feels like you're jumping into a frozen lake. Those are the fastest showers on the planet, right? When we don't have heat. But water is something I took for granted yesterday just yesterday. Along those lines, I've taken for granted shelter, a house, a home, whether it's in a one bedroom apartment or it's a, a 6,000 square foot house or anywhere in between like most of the rest of us maybe live in. I took it for granted, but again, I live in Minnesota and the, the, the temperature in the morning was about four or five degrees, but the night before with the wind chills, it was well below zero, I think 18 or 20 below zero but it was 66 degrees or 67 degrees in my master bedroom I had heat throughout the house there was a foot of snow on the ground outside but there was no snow on the inside when it rains the inside is dry I took it for granted I take it for granted often within my home there's also food. And I touched on this just a little while ago, but I don't have to go work the fields. I don't have to scramble all summer and fall and pack up root cellars and dry meat and hang them up in sheds and hope the critters don't get to them and try to live off of that and hope that winter doesn't last too long and I don't out eat my food and I have to ration portions. No, I don't have to do any of that. I go to one of the several grocery stores in the town that I live in. Or, like I said earlier, I can order it off the internet and it can be delivered to me within two hours. I don't even have to leave my home for most things nowadays. I take the convenience of food for granted, but just two or three generations ago. I just, I can't help but to imagine what they had to do. And, and, and my father-in-law, who was a farmer for his entire life, and how you work so hard to clear the field and get it ready and, and to pick the rocks and to plant the corn or the soybeans or the sorghum or the wheat or whatever it is. And then to have to wait for the rain to cooperate and the sun and all of the right elements. And you work so hard, but what if you get too much rain and it washes the seeds away? Or you don't get enough and the seeds don't take root. They work very hard, but a lot of things are out of their control. We don't have to think about that. When we go to the store and see these things on there, we, we, we lose sight of the fact that, that somebody had to go to a factory to put those green beans in a can. And they worked really hard 
and they're working hard to make ends meet and that someone's doing that I don't put anything in a can I don't know how to do it and I'm grateful that I don't have to for example do that job someone else does I'm grateful for that and then someone has to drive it from the source of the factory to a distribution center and then it goes from a distribution center to another trucker who leaves maybe his family for several nights to go bring a truckload of those green beans from Michigan to Los Angeles. I'm grateful for that because it means more convenience for me. It means that just like lifting a lever for some water, just like pushing a button for a lamp or electricity, just like hot water, I can go to a grocery store or call it in and have it delivered. I'm able to do these things because the other thing I'm grateful for is a job and the income that it provides for me. I'm extremely grateful for my job. I'm extremely grateful for the company that I'm with, the people that I work with, the opportunities that I've had throughout my career, many of which are likely undeserved. I get paid the 15th and last day of every month and sometimes I still get paid and I, and I just think, well, I, I get paid to do this. Now it's still work. There are moments and there are times that are more difficult than others. But I'm grateful for it and, and to, to hear one person say, I have to work too hard or this project is really difficult or I feel underappreciated and undervalued. And, if you've listened to any of my other previous podcasts, you know, I share a story of a friend of mine who is still unemployed, has been for many months due to COVID. And he's struggling to make ends meet and has reached the end of his savings account. And the, and the extra 30 minutes someone might have to put into a day because of a project or a deadline who is really frustrated about that. I want you to flip the other side of the coin and think about this friend of mine who's been unemployed for a very long time at the end of his savings, can't make the next mortgage payment, and what would he feel about having to put an extra 30 minutes on top of his eight-hour day? He would be grateful for the opportunity because it means he doesn't have the stress of how to pay his mortgage, how to pay his electric bill, how to pay his heating bill, how to pay his car insurance. A job is another one of those things that we can absolutely take for granted until it's no longer there. And when that turns into instability or uncertainty because the financial situation is cut off, it can be very stressful. Speaking of stress, there's one other thing that, uh, that can lead to that. Um, to, to contribute to stress can contribute to health problems. They experts say that over 90% of doctor's visits are due to stress. I'm so grateful for health and I will be the first to tell you mine is not perfect. In fact, but I did take it for granted up until I had some struggles and was eventually diagnosed with Lyme disease and went through a, a difficult and challenging time of, of treating that. I think so many things in life are 
taken for granted again until they're lost and they're restored. And even health challenges can be a reminder that we still are alive, we still have purpose, we still have breath. Pain in my legs means that I still have use of my legs. I can still get around it. It might be just a little slower than it was 10 or 15 years ago, but I'm still mobile. I'm still moving around. I can still drive. I can still walk. I can still run. I can still run a chainsaw, and I am so grateful for that. Because there are some people in my life that I know that don't have that ability. And others yet who have lost a battle with horrible diseases and conditions. And so who am I to say, ugh, I have a sinus infection. I'm so frustrated by this. When I should be saying it's just a sinus infection. I think that's a healthy perspective. And the last thing is something that I've been grateful for is I would love to get into the office and back in a work environment and see people. But I'm grateful that I've had the opportunity for the last year to work from home because for me that means no commute and that's an hour and 15 minutes each way and that's two and a half hours a day. And that's a lot of time each week and each month and over the course of a year that I got back. And I chose very early on when we went to work from home to dedicate that commute time to creating. In my case, I don't play golf. I don't play tennis. I write music, and so I've taken a portion of that commute time, and I've created some music, and I've enjoyed doing that. And I've taken the other remainder of that time and invested it into working out, contributing to my physical health and well-being. Now, those are seven very simple things. I almost didn't write these down and and even after I wrote them down I contemplated for a day or two that should I really get behind a microphone and talk about these things because they're so simple but that's why I decided to it to record this to talk about this because they are simple because it's so simple that it's overlooked and isn't it the simple things in life that we should maintain perspective on My happiness and fulfillment shouldn't be contingent on whether I have power or not, or whether I have water or not, whether it's hot or not, and whether I have a 600-square-foot studio apartment or a 3,600-square-foot three-story house, or whether my job is entry-level like mine once was, or I'm running the place, whether my health is perfect or a little bit less than perfect these days. Or how difficult it is to get food because it's not. And I don't want to maintain a perspective of I sure wish all the time that I'm frustrated because I'm not in a building and I can't see people and I can't talk to them face to face and I'm sick of Zoom calls. I think that maintaining the right perspective is to say in these things I can be grateful that I have power that I have water that it is hot that I do have shelter I do have job a job and I do have and it will never be perfect but I have the job and I have income as a result of that and 
there are things I can do about my health and I still have it for today and I want to be grateful for it. You know, one of the challenges I had when I was really sick and at my worst was knowing that some of my friends did nothing to help their health. And here I was eating super clean, working with a dietitian, a nutritionist, and a functional medical doctor and taking all sorts of different things for treatment and trying to get ahead of this. And I was still for a period of time very, very, very ill. And I, and here I was just trying to get back to functioning, to even being able to work 10 hours a week. And I, and I couldn't for a period of time. And knowing that I had very close friends who smoked two packs of cigarettes a day and ate cheesy puffs and didn't work out and were seemingly healthy. And I just thought, boy, if you, if you knew what was coming as a result of this, I don't think that you would be making these choices. I think life is about choices. And I think that we get to choose to think about what we think about. And what I want to challenge you to do today is to think about gratitude, to grab a notepad or a piece of paper and a pen and just to write down a handful of things that you took for granted. It could be relationships, it could be a co-worker, it could be a spouse, it could be a parent, it could be a sibling. We are very good about counting things that trouble us, perplex us, frustrate us, disappoint us. That comes very naturally. I would spend some time intentionally and proactively thinking about what you're grateful for. And so let me leave you with this last thought. Don't just make a list today. Develop a habit, perhaps a morning routine, similar to the one that I have where I every morning list one thing that I'm grateful for and then an action step to express gratitude, whether it's for a person, a conversation, a coworker, recently had a handyman help out with some things and I expressed my gratitude to him for his expertise. Yep, I hired him. Yes, I paid him. But it wasn't just that. It was appreciation for his ability to do something that I just am not able to do. Express gratitude. Think about what you think about, but don't just express it today. Make it part of a daily habit. Spend a few minutes in the morning thinking about your day and make one of those steps. Devote it to listing what you're grateful for, what your, where your gratitude lies, and then an action step to express that gratitude. I promise your perspective will begin to shift, and I also promise that you will have a great ripple effect on others because remember, this is an inside-out approach. It's not just about us, but it all starts with us. Thank you.